150 voices silenced. This is The World. I'm Marco Werman. The investigation continues into yesterday's plane crash in the French Alps. We remember some of the victims, including one of Europe's finest opera performers. He was a much, much loved and respected member of the company who sung a huge repertoire. And later, a reporter meets the man who's smuggling episodes of Friends into North Korea on USB flash drives. He thinks of them sort of like the red pill from the Matrix, these little tablets of data that can kind of undo an entire lifetime of brainwashing. Plus, Mexicans mourn the loss of professional wrestler Pero Aguayo. They didn't just watch a wrestler die, they watched a superhero die. They watched Spider-Man die in front of their eyes, you know? Those stories, today on The World. I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World. Helicopters once again flew over the remote crash site of German Wings Flight 9525 today. And again, they lowered searchers onto the mountainside. But there's no hope that any of the 150 on board survived. And so far, very little clue as to why the A320 slammed into the French Alps. Investigators say they've managed to retrieve some files from the aircraft's damaged cockpit voice recorder, but that may not be enough to explain what happened. This morning, the CEO of German Wing's parent company, Lufthansa, put it this way. And we in Lufthansa just find it unbelievable that a plane which has been in spotless condition with two experienced pilots who have been trained and experienced in the Lufthansa group is entering into such a tragedy, tragedy from a cruise flight across the Alps. We're just speechless about that. One possible explanation for the crash is that something went wrong with the plane's computers. The A320 is a highly automated jet, but not everyone thinks that's the key to unlocking this mystery. Computers are not flying your plane. Pilots are flying your plane through the automation, and the automation is only as good as the pilots controlling it. That's Patrick Smith, an airline pilot who circles the globe. Today, he's in Accra, the capital of Ghana. Smith says that although a modern cockpit is highly automated, it's a myth that planes these days essentially fly themselves. It's a very hands-on job still, flying airplanes. It's just that your hands, rather than uh, grasping the, the steering column, as was the case decades ago, are now managing and programming all of these auto flight components. Mm. You know, we were talking this morning in our editorial meeting just about how different cultures react, and often quite differently, to an air disaster like this one. I mean, here we have three heads of state visiting the crash site. You're in Ghana right now. What's been the reaction there? I mean, is it even playing in the media, this story? Everybody here is pretty well aware of what happened, at least here in the city. And in Africa, where I know there is a higher rate of air incidents, what is the approach to accidents like this? When does an air crash not horrify people? What you're implying there, though, there's some mythology there, too. The idea that, you know, the airlines outside of North America and, and Western Europe are somehow dangerous and then should be avoided and that crashes are rampant in Africa and other parts of the world. That's not really the case. Some of the safest carriers in the world are from developing countries. Aren't there more accidents uh, on the African continent than, say, North America? Yes, but it also remains true that, that air crashes in general everywhere are very rare, but they are less rare in North America and uh, Western Europe. But plane crashes can happen anywhere. Right. And why are some of the safest carriers in developing countries? I mean, I, I suppose you may be thinking about like Ethiopian Airlines, which is a really strong carrier. 
Sure. Or how about the Tunis Air, the airline of Tunisia, which mm-hmm. is one of the few uh, major airlines, if we can call them that. They're not that big, but that's never had a fatality. Uh, here in Ghana, where I am right now, the former Ghana Airways, which went out of business uh, several years back, had gone, I think, four or five decades and never had a fatality. And that, that's pretty remarkable. What is it about these few carriers in these developing countries that make them safe? Well, honestly, part of it is luck. But uh, some of these countries have very old and very proud aviation cultures. And they take their airlines very seriously and then pride themselves on safe operation. You know, I just pulled up a list of recent fatalities in the past 12 months, and some of them I remember, like uh, the, the plane in Taiwan that kind of took off and then really listed sharp and then killed 40 people. But then there was the Air Algeria crash in Mali last October. 116 people died. I mean, I kind of remember the headline, but crashes globally, they're not all treated equally, are they? No. I think some simmer or fester, if you will.